Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. Your name is James Madison. This is going to be the last upload for today, alright? Going to the Daily Mail for the two articles for this upload. This will be a continuation of the Twitter files and just a little bit of fun in general. So let's get into it. Republican Jim Jordan claims there was a cozy relationship between the government and big tech and claims FBI schemed to censor Hunter Biden's laptop in hearing with Twitter file journalist. Ooh, interesting wording. Interesting wording. Cozy. He, he claims, despite the declassified documents, the various Twitter files, the communications, the emails, everything we got. Hmm. All right. The I, I would say definitive cozy relationship between the government and big tech. And the FBI schemed to censor Hunter Biden's laptop in hearing with Twitter file journalists. But hey, that's just if I wrote the headline. The internet is an instrument of censorship and control. And our government seems to be playing the central the center role. Said Matt Taibbi in an opening statement. There is something going on between congressional Republicans and Elon Musk. Said ranking members rep Stacey Plaskett, a Democrat from Virginia Islands. Yeah, but here's the thing. Our receipts versus your receipts. I'm responding to this ridiculous statement you made in your opening statement, Jordan reported, by Terry Mosley. The House panel probing the weaponization of the federal government and the subsequent release of the Twitter files kicked off with a fiery start on Thursday as a Republican-led hearing began with snipping attacks between Rep. Jim Jordan, a Republican from Ohio, and ranking member Rep. Stacey Plaskett from the Virginia Islands. The chairman's opening statement included a tirade against the cozy relationship between big tech and the government agencies, with particular ire against Twitter for suppressing a story in 2020 about the release of embarrassing emails and photos from the Hunter Biden laptop. Yeah, for example, the New York Post reported on the Biden la- on the Hunter Biden laptop, and they were discredited and mocked by all the other outlets. And then they got knocked down the ranking from a high factuality outlet to a far right mixed factuality outlet when that is unfair especially when the documents they report on being true are validated to be true by what general consensus later on fuck off now give me one second here jordan claimed that twitter executives were tipped off that the bidens would be the target of a hack and leak operation by U.S. government officials, including the Department of Homeland Security and Office of the Director of National Intelligence. What a coincidence, Jordan snarked. <laughs> no shit. Plaskett reported, retorted, that Republicans are pushing a misleading narrative and propose questionable motives. There is something going on between congressional Republicans and Elon Musk, she said. Mr. Chairman, Americans can see through this. Musk is helping you out politically, and you're going out of your way to promote and protect him, to praise him for his work. Ridiculous, snapped Jim Jordan. As he continued to bicker with Plaskett, who complained that Democrats didn't get access to the letter from the Federal Trade Commission until 
8 p.m. the night before the hearing. Yeah, well, we didn't get the January 6th footage till two and a half years later. Suck it showed, bitch. The chairman introduced the witness, including Substack journalist Matt Taibbi and Michael Schellenberg. I like how, how they always throw Substack in there like it's a derogatory thing. Anyway, who were given access by Elon Musk to review voluminous amounts of Twitter internal communications on possible working relationships between social media companies and the government agencies. In his opening statement, Taibbi told the panel that he attracted intense public interest when the first Twitter files reports came out. Quote, My computer looked like a slot machine as just the first tweet about the blockage of the Hunter Biden laptop story registered 130 143 million impressions and 30 million engagements. Taibi got the attention of millions of viewers for the first installment focusing on the Twitter's internal discussions leading to, to leading them to censor Hunter Biden's laptop during the 2020 presidential election as some officials tried to explain its viol- it violated its hack materials policy. Quote, we learned Twitter, Facebook, and Google and other companies developed a formal system for <clears throat> pardon me system for taking in moderation requests from every corner of the government the FBI DHS HHS DOD and the Global Engagement Center at state even the CIA Tybee wrote quote undeniably making such a list is a form of digital McCarthyism oh shove the McCarthyism thing up your ass Joe McCarthy was right. Look around, you know it yourself. Quote, We just saw this with COVID lab leak theory. (laughs) Theory. Theory for a very short time. Many of the institutions we're now investigating initially labeled the idea that COVID came from a lab as disinformation, except for the FBI, who in 2020 was saying, Oh, yeah. Conspiracy theory. Now, apparently, even the FBI takes it seriously. Quote, the First Amendment and an American population accustomed to the right to speak is the best defense against censorship industrial complex, he wrote. Quote, if there is anything the Twitter files show, it is that we are in danger of losing the most precious right, without which all other dem- democratic rights are impossible. Yeah? FBI equals KGB, Biden smash mouth, Biden smash mouth. Someone should look into the rumor that Trump had a cozy relationship with Fox News and that Truth Social favors conservative posts over liberal posts. Fox passed over Biden's campaign ads on Fox to the Trump campaign before they were aired. Funny because uh, it's been pretty well reported that Fox had a pretty strong anti-Trump bias, but hey, all right, what do I know? So we're gonna hop over here to another article. Twitter files. Reporter refuses to re- reveal his sources in fire hearing. Republicans hit back at Democrats for calling him a so-called journalist, a stooge for Elon Musk. Intense exchange. Oh yeah. And by the way, with all the journalists so-called journalists who've buckled under the slightest pressure and revealed all their sources i would argue willing to fall on the sword even the sword isn't justifiable to fall on 
to protect your sources makes you a much more credible journalist than anyone that this cunt would recognize as an official journalist. I mean, I'll go to events all the time, right? And I, you know, I'm independent press. I, I have credentials and everything. I'll go to these events, I'll talk to people, and they will not give me the time of day because I get thrown. So once I was throw me in with the press, be like, ugh, I don't talk to press, fuck all of you, you're evil. And then the other side will be like, oh, you're independent? Ew, I would have talked to fucking peons like you. It's like, all right, well, I mean, one side I'm your friend, the other side I'm not your friend, but both of you choose to treat me pretty shittily, so whatever. That's kind of the, the way of the road here. I have none of the side's love and respect for anyone who won't burn their fucking bridge. And I talked a lot more in depth about this in my Project Veritas video, when, or the last one I did where I was talking about all these people who were donors and whistleblowers with hidden identities who came out and ousted themselves publicly getting fired from their jobs and shit to defend James O'Keefe. Well, let's get into it. Quote, so-called journalist before us now said House-ranking member Del, uh, <clears throat> Plaska, Democrat from the Virginia Islands, about the witnesses. I'm a journalist. I don't reveal my sources, said reporter Matt Taibbi. The facts that Democrats are pursuing him, are pressuring him, that is such a violation of the First Amendment, reporter Chairman Jim Jordan of Ohio. Ter yeah, and then she tries to deny it, too. Article by Ted, Mo same guy, right? Ted Mosley? Yep, Ted Mosley. So he quit being an architect and became a journalist. Interesting. Democrats in the House subcommittee panel... Oop probing the weaponization of the federal government and the subsequent release of Twitter files were ac were accused by Chairman Jim Jordan of bullying two journalists testifying before the committee Thursday. House Ranking Member Delegate Stacy Plackett, a Plaskett, a Democrat from the Virginia Islands, gave an opening statement including dismissive remarks about Matt Taibbi and Michael Schellenberger, who were given unprecedented access to Twitter's internal discussions after Elon Musk bought the company in 2022. It's not that, well. The investigation helped create a now infamous Twitter file. The now infamous Twitter files, which alleges a deep connection between big tech, gov big tech and government agencies in an attempt to quell conservative voices. Republicans have brought two of Elon Musk's public scribes declared Plaskett and alluded that they were selected as stooges for the GOP. The clip right here, which everything's in its place. Three weeks ago, House Oversight had this hearing with actual Twitter executives who had actual first-hand knowledge about what happened in 2020. And that didn't go so well for the House Republicans because real evidence showed that there wasn't coordination between Twitter and the federal government as they like the American people to believe. And that all the so-called Twitter files really showed was a discussion on content moderation and that we only got a fraction of the discussion. So now we're back again, no surprise. What else have they got to talk about? Not what's interested in the American people are interested, not what taxpayer dollars have brought us here to Washington to do. And the Republicans have brought in two of Elon Musk's public scribes to release cherry-picked, out-of-context emails and screenshots designed to promote his chosen narrative, Elon Musk's chosen narrative that is now being parroted by the Republicans 
because the Republicans think that these witnesses will tell a story that's going to help them out politically. On Tuesday, the majority released an 18-page report claiming to show that the FTC is, quote, harassing Twitter. Oh my, poor Twitter. Including by seeking information about its interactions with individuals before us today. How did the report reach this conclusion? By showing two, one, two single paragraphs from a single demand letter, even though the report itself makes clear that there were numerous demand letters with numerous requests, none of which we've been able to see, that are more demand letters and more requests of Twitter. In other words, the conclusions are based on a fraction of information out of context, cherry-picked, surprise, just like the Twitter files. The majority conveniently forgot to share with the public that in May of 2022, well before Musk acquired Twitter, the FTC had already fined the company $150 million for failing to safeguard data, users' data, users, the American people, other individuals, its 150 million users. Twitter had not safeguarded them. Twitter entered into this consent agreement that required it to make regular reports to the FTC, and the previous consent decree between Twitter and the FTC was entered into in 2011. Elon Musk might not like this requirement, but Twitter had issues with FTC long before Musk bought the company, and there's nothing political about that. We've asked for the full set of documents that Musk must have shared with the Republicans on the committee, but we can draw some logical conclusions from what we have been given. You know what the Republican report actually shows? Two conclusions. First, the FTC has extraordinarily serious concerns about Twitter's handling of consumers' data, and that there's something going on between congressional Republicans and Elon Musk. Mr. Chairman, Americans can see through this. Musk is helping you out politically, and you're going out of your way to promote and protect him and to praise him for his work. This isn't just a matter of what data was given to these so-called journalists before us now. There are many legitimate questions like, about where Musk so got the financing to buy Twitter. We know for a fact that foreign countries like Qatar, Saudi Arabia, possibly even Russia and China are investors presently in Twitter. Do these countries now have access to private Twitter user data? What agreements has Elon Musk reached with them? And where are they now that we have the art? Okay. Interesting. I figured they would show Jim Jordan's pushback, but I guess not. That's kind of weird. The only reason I didn't chip in more is I figured they would eventually just get the Jim Jordan. Anything I'd say would be a repeat, but all right. Shit. And one half of a foggiest fuck as to why they didn't play this part, but here. Guys, the, the, the ranking member uh, for her five minutes. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mr. Chair. Um, Mr. Taibbi, the emails and documents you've produced all date to around 2020, is that correct? No, uh, there's a significant portion of them from 2017 and 2018 as well. Thank you. And Mr. Schellenberger, what dates do you have? I, I believe that we had emails including 2022, 2021, 2020. That's also true. 2019. 
And Mr. Taibi said 2018. Do you have 2018 as well? I, I can't remember. Okay, thank you. Uh, Mr. Taibi, how many employees did Twitter employ in approximately the time period of 2020-2021? Do you know? I don't. Okay, it was 7,500. Do you know how many were in its legal team during that time period? I don't. And do you know how many were in its public policy team? I don't. Mr. Schellenbacher, do you know how many were employed in content moderation during that time? I do not know. So we're looking at thousands of employees overall and hundreds in offices were the focus of emails and documents you released. Um, I will ask you, Mr. Schellenberger, how many emails did Mr. Musk give you access to? I mean, we... We, we went through thousands of emails. Did he give you access to all of the emails for the time he, period in which? Yeah, I, we never had a single, I never had a single request denied. And not only that, but the amount of files that we were given were so voluminous that there was no way that anybody could have gone through them beforehand. And we never found an instance where anything, there was any evidence that anything had been taken out. Okay, so you would, you would believe that you have probably millions of emails and documents Right? That's correct, would you uh, say? I don't know. No, I think the number was too high. high. Okay, 100,000? That's probably probably yeah. Probably close to 100,000 that both of you are saying. Yet, in your the Twitter files, Mr. Taibi, you've produced only 338 of those 100,000 emails. Is that correct? That's correct, yes. And then who gave you access to these emails? Um, Who was the individual that uh, gave you permission to access the emails? Well, the attribution for my story is sources at Twitter, and that's what I'm going to refer to. Okay. Uh, did Mr. Oh. Musk contact you, Mr. Taibi? Again, the attribution for my story is sources at Twitter. Mr. Schellenberger, did Mr. Musk contact you? Uh, actually, no. I was brought in by my friend Barry Weiss, and so the story is all misinformation. So Mr. Weiss brought you in. Mr. Taibi, Ms. Weiss, thank you. Mr. Taibi, have you had conversations with Elon Musk? I have. Okay. Uh, Mr. Taibi, did Mr. Musk place any conditions on the but use the of the But e the gentleman lady yield for a second? Uh, as long as my time is not used. Are you, are you trying to get journalists? No, to I'm not trying to get no, here. I'm not. Well, I am asking, like no, well, if you will let me finish. Are you, and you had conversations with him. Not You said you weren't going to uh, agree to who your sources were. I'm not asking your source. So I'm you're just you doing bitch, the hell? With the owner of Twitter. And did Mr. Musk place any conditions on your use of the emails or documents? No, the, in fact, I was told uh, explicitly that um, we were uh, given license to look at present day Twitter as well as past Twitter. So you had unfiltered access to Twitter's internal communications and systems? Yes. Would right. those include HR files? No, 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 no. We, 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 didn't, we did not have access to personal information of any kind. In uh -huh. fact, we, we signed a waiver. Um, uh, or have you produced that waiver to the uh, members of anyone on this committee or any staff? I'd be happy to have you. It. I haven't, but I'd be happy. have you uh, given all of the access to what you were given by your source to this committee? No, and I would never do that. Okay. I didn't ask if you were given the committee, uh, the individuals, but all of the files. No, you have not. No. So what we're getting is your dissemination, your decision as to what was important and not important in that, correct? Which is true in every news it's story. In every story. But you have files that you say you are sharing, but those files are just a smaller period of the files. Is that correct? Yes. yes? There, okay, thank you. And the FTC investigation of Twitter, you knew that they were investigating Twitter before the time period that Mr. Musk came on? I was aware of it. Yeah. And the FTC was concerned with user data being hacked or used? Is that correct? That they didn't have enough um, checks and balances on that data? Well, I, I wasn't privy to that part. Have you seen the consent decree? 
No, I have not. Okay, well, the consent decree is concerned with user data, which would be probably the reason that they were concerned if they're giving files to journalists that potentially data about users as well as data about individuals and employees would be given to them. My understanding um, so is So I didn't ask a question. I didn't ask you a question, sir. Okay. So do you know that Elon Musk paid $44 billion for Twitter? Is that correct, Mr. Schellenberger? Were you aware of that? Yes, I read that. And did you know that he received that um, part of the funding from Saudi Arabia as well as Qatar? Uh, I, I heard that. And did you know that one of those individuals who owns um, Beyonce, was the company, um, Binance, while he has a Canadian citizenship, he is uh, a Chinese national. Were you aware of that? I did not know that. Okay. And that he uh, stated that that was for the cause. But thank you very much for answering my questions. I yield back. Chair, I'll recognize the gentlelady from Wyoming for five minutes with the gentlelady. Yield for 20 seconds. Yes. I, I, I thank the gentlelady for yielding. I just think this is interesting. First, the, the FTC is asking for your background. And now the, the ranking member of the Committee on the Weaponization of Government is asking for your sources. If I never asked them for their sources. Yes, I did, did not we, ask for sources. Yeah, well, I asked the if the they were talking not, to the Elon Musk. Not, not and they said that they were not talking. Well, you are not going to say I will yield, uh, yield back to the gentlelady. I thank her for yielding. Thank thank you. you asked me who gave, me, who, who gave me I asked you who gave it to you. And when so, she said uh, that they were your sources, I then asked you if you had spoken with Elon Musk. I did not ask you who those sources were. The gentlelady from Wyoming is recognized. And she will receive an additional 20 seconds. The gentlelady is recognized for five minutes of question. Thank you. So there you go. So uh, if you're going to say something like, you know, have this headline or any of these headlines right here, why not just have that clip? It's very dubious, I think, Daily, Daily Mail. This is just a matter of data being given to so-called journalists. We read that. This is just a transcript through here. And that's where we're at so far. Why are there no consequences for Democrats blatantly ignoring our Constitution? Now they see so-called journalists. Will they now take a look at CNN, MSNBC, CNN, CBS, etc.? Absolutely not. I can't believe how Michael Schellenberger and Mac Taibbi were treated by these Democrats, pardon me, <coughs> who always loved journalists in the prior administration. I just listened to Sean Hannity 3923 if you can find it no i'm good i'll pass on anything sean hannity thanks though i don't need you know slightly more boring Harrison cooper but i appreciate it but for now that brings us to the end of this episode and less upload for today because i get some sleep so when i get back i'll be recording more episodes i just i gotta they gotta have a 10 hour shift ahead of me so i'll be working from 8 a.m till 10.30 p.m. Last more than 10 hours. Oh, well. So I'm going to let you guys go. Uh, sorry if I wasn't so active on this last episode. I'm, I'm really running fumes right now. Well, that being said, to build a parasocial relationship. Love you guys. I'll talk to y'all later. Please leave a like, a comment below. If you don't like what I made, please leave a down vote and tell me what you think I can improve upon. And I appreciate that. If you got anything I think I should report upon, please leave a link in the source in the comments below so I can read and give you a shout in the future episode for turn around to the story I may have missed otherwise. Until next time, peace.
It's okay to question the world around you, but you probably won't find the answers you're looking for. Bye! There's magic and wonders and mystery.